Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. It's not something that makes me who I am. It's not like a birthmark. It's not like something that you're born with and that's you and, you know, you, you kind of, you just need to learn to love yourself. This is something that developed during puberty that really shouldn't be there, that can be removed. Um, so I think that's the reason why I'm going to get it removed and it will just make me generally more confident with myself. <laughs> okay, we are recording. We are the voice of the under 25s. I'm currently um, shut myself in the toilet. How on earth do you become a lolliologist? <laughs> the bag with my blood in it. My blood. Our stories, what we think, the truth. And how long have you been sort of on the streets? Uh, on and off for a year. <sighs> we got told that he was killed in a motorcycle accident. If we can't create a ginger army to take over the world, then we can at least lobby the government for tax-free sun cream. Podium.me. This is your platform. Um, so my name's Josh Walrich. Uh, I'm a junior doctor. Um, and I started the unfattening because I wanted to have a almost a reason to lose weight and stick to it. Um, I've tried to lose weight multiple times, as most people probably have. Um, and I've always got to a certain point and then either given up or forgotten why I was doing it in the first place or just stopped sticking to the rules that I'd set myself originally. So this time I thought the best way to do it would be to tell as many people as possible about it. And that way, and as it actually has happened, people will challenge me when I go to reach for a biscuit. Just the other day at work, I went to have a biscuit and someone went, Oi, what about your diet? So that's the entire reason why I have chosen to publicise it and tell everyone that I'm doing it. Because that way, hopefully, this will actually work this time. Did you put that biscuit down? I did. I did. I had a Malteser later, but I put the biscuit down initially. And I think it's pretty brave also putting your journey on YouTube, putting anything on the internet. There are people out there who will cut you to shreds and putting something as intimate as what you're doing online. I think that takes a lot of courage. Putting it online might seem scary, but I've, I've, I've been bullied enough at school for all sorts of different reasons, including my weight, that I really almost couldn't care less anymore. So anyone can say what they like, really, but if if anything, it's just going to make me want to lose weight more. Can you tell us a little bit more about the bullying that you experienced? Uh, I was quite a loud kid, um, and so I think part of it, I invited it, because I was always present. Um... But I just, I found myself running into the same couple of bullies again and again at junior school. And they decided to take a bit of a, a dislike or like, depending on which way around you want to put it to me. Um, some things were about my weight because I was a little bit of a chubby kid and some, and anything really, something and anything. So my nose was too big, my nose was too short, my hair was too long, my hair was too short. It just, just completely varied. So I've, I grew up kind of having to deal with that. Um, so I don't particularly care that much if it happens now in a sense I think it was in video number three week number three 
you spoke about not liking the way you looked, mm. but you felt better now about the way you looked than, mm. than you did now. Were you kind of referring to this period where you were, were bullied? Mm, not particularly. I think, I think the, 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 the times in which I really started um, thinking about whether I liked the way I looked was when I started having girlfriends, to be honest. Um, because then you start, you stop kind of, how do I put this? Um, it's the point in which you start caring about how someone specific thinks about how you look. Up until then, I would just, I kind of just ignored it or didn't really think about it. And as soon as I started having relationships where I then thought, hang on, how do they think I look? That was when I then started to think about it properly and start questioning it and start disliking certain things. So I don't think it was till the age of about 14 or 15, really, that I, that I really started caring about my appearance that much. Do you think that the girlfriends actually thought the same things as you did? No, never. They never thought the same things. That's, that's never the case. No one ever does. Um, and even since I posted the, the, uh, the week three video, um, I have had quite a few people actually message me and say, I've never noticed. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't worry about it. So, and I know that that's the case because whenever anyone finds out about it, they always say, Oh, really? I have no idea. So it's, it's something that I know no one else notices and no one else cares about, but it doesn't stop me from caring about it. It makes it better but it's something that just takes time to get used to. It, once you've got it fixed in your head that you don't like a certain thing about yourself, it takes a while for it to go, even if you know the truth behind it. What are the things that you don't like about yourself and the way that you look? The main thing um, to me is the fact that I have gynecomastia, um, which is something that happens in guys, usually around puberty, but can happen at other times, um, where you get breast tissue that grows underneath the nipple. Um, the reason it usually happens around puberty is because the hormones are changing at that kind of time and it, as, as guys are growing up um, and sometimes the hormones are slightly imbalanced and so you can grow this breast tissue. Now a lot of the times it actually goes away by itself over a period of a few months during the puberty stage but sometimes it stays um, and, um, and eventually it needs to be removed surgically because there's no way that it can be um, got rid of in any other fashion. There are other reasons to have it um, alcohol uh, abuse, drug abuse. Um, one of the common ones in the media is anabolic steroid use. So a lot of bodybuilders, if you look very, very closely, actually have small scars underneath their nipples where they've had gynecomastia removed um, because a lot of them use anabolic steroids. But mine was purely from puberty. Um, so I've, I've seen my GP about it in the past and there are certain criteria and rules on the NHS as to when you can get them surgically removed. And one of them was being over the age of 25. So I need to go back and do it again. But part of me wants to wait until I've lost more weight. I mean, I don't really know, but I think that it will become more obvious as I lose more weight because the size of the breast tissue isn't going to change, whereas the fat around it should. Um, so that's one of the main things that I continue to dislike, but personally can't change. Are you a little bit scared about losing the weight and then this is emphasised? Um, it's slightly worrying that it's going to, that it might get more obvious the more weight I lose. Um, but I think it will be outweighed by the rest of it. And I think in a sense, it will almost be proof that I've lost weight. And if people mention it or point out, then I can say, yeah, that's there because I used to weigh this much and I've now lost all that weight and I'm waiting to get these removed. 
So that may well be a good thing in a sense. Um, I'm trying not to think about it too much, to be honest. From a medical side of things, gynecomastia comes with it extra fat deposition around the breast tissue as well. So actually, if you get the if you get them surgically removed too early before you've lost enough weight, then the the surgeons can accidentally leave some of the fat tissue behind that came with the breast tissue because it's almost indistinguishable compared to the rest of the fat. So actually, you get a better outcome if you have it removed when you're as thin as possible as well. So that's part of me is thinking of that at the same time. And you'll definitely get it removed. There's yeah, no question I don't, of leaving I mean, it. it's, it's large enough, and it will be more obvious the more weight I lose, that it's, it, can't be, it can't be hidden. And even though it doesn't change who I am or it doesn't change anything really about me, it's something that is abnormal. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think anything that makes you feel better about yourself, it's up to you, isn't it? I guess so. Although you could take that, you could take that very far. Yeah, you could take. <laughs> you could it take very that far-reaching, far and you we, could excuse all sorts of that's body true. modification that that's takes place. That's true. I, I don't know exactly how I feel about about all of that, but I think something like this: you're you're a young, handsome man, and if it's something that prevents you from going to the beach and taking your, your top yeah. off, or something like that, like I guess it depends. I, I think really, I, I know what you're saying, and it is true. Anything that makes you feel better about yourself then it's difficult to tell someone they shouldn't do it. However, I think it really depends the motivation behind it. So if it makes you feel better about yourself and yet you're you're really upset about something based on something that's false, perhaps it's better to take as many steps as possible to correct that false identity issue first before going ahead and making a permanent decision about something. Um, be that Be that plastic surgery or be that you know, uh, breast enhancement or anything like that where really, and it's always going to be up to the person, but it's a real skill to be able to look at yourself and realise why you're wanting to change what you look like. In the end, I think that my reason for wanting to remove it is relatively sound, but I hope I become more and more confident and more and more okay with how I look anyway as time goes on. So back to going to the beach, do you, do you feel uncomfortable taking your top off? I used to. I care a lot less now. Originally I would, and I think I remember being on holiday kind of maybe the age of 13, 14 and not really, and kind of wanting to wear a t-shirt in the swimming pool and then just thinking, you know, sod it, I'm, I'm on holiday, I'm never going to see these people again. I don't care. I'd rather swim normally. So <laughs> I just kind of got over it. Um, and I know it's, it does, that doesn't necessarily help other people that, that, that struggle with that to just say, I just got over it. But I think sometimes there are decisions that you can make. It doesn't always work like that, but sometimes there are. And I think I made a decision at that point just to go, it's not worth the extra hassle and the extra stress that it puts me under to care about this. It depends who I'm with, I guess. Every so often I still hesitate and I still have that niggling thought of, this won't be great, but I, I don't really, I never refuse to nowadays and I just kind of, I don't really think about it that much. And I think after getting undressed on YouTube, I guess if, if anyone in the world can see me undressed on YouTube, then why should I care about being undressed on the beach or at the swimming pool? And what about with girlfriends? In terms of getting undressed? Yeah, like, do you have a... Well, that's a very intimate question, you see. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, again, it's, it's only ever the first time. Um, 
And I don't think that's necessarily unique to me either. I think anyone, regardless of whether they think that they look good, always has some hesitation at showing somebody else a part of them that they haven't seen before. It really depends how trusting you are in a relationship with the other person. And you're right, people generally don't notice those things about yourself that you dislike the most. No, never. Because you know you're looking for them. Yeah. No one else else ever sees it. Exactly. I'll share a secret with you. My... Is that my right boob is bigger than my left boob and quite a bit. Everyone's. But no one's symmetrical. I know, but <laughs> mine is especially so. And that is one thing for me that I've always been really self-conscious about. But I tell you what, no guy has ever noticed. <laughs> ever. Not ever have they been like, ah, oh, excuse me, this one's a little bit <laughs> what, bigger what than that, that one. <laughs> They're just like, give me those boobies. They don't care. They don't care at all. I think it really depends who you're with. If you're with people that trust you and with people that you're actually in a relationship with, then they're not going to care. My my current girlfriend. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And uh, doesn't care. She just doesn't care at all. So it's it completely depends who you're with. And I think that's a that's a... It's kind of a bit of a sign as to who your true friends are. That are the friends that 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 take the flaws that you have and don't necessarily turn them into good things, but don't hold them against you. So tell me about the weight loss process mm. so far. So mm. you said that you had tried several times, yes. and this time you decided to make yourself accountable. Mm. What made you decide to actually do it this time? I think there's always a turning point with any of these things. Being a doctor myself is that it's always been something at the back of my mind. I'm quite able to spot hypocrites quite quickly. And so and so if I'm going to be talking to patients and telling patients that actually they would have a healthier lifestyle if they lost the excess weight that they were carrying, but I myself look overweight, I, I wouldn't listen to myself. So why should I expect other people to? So that was one reason why I kind of wanted to do it properly now. Um, seeing as this is my second year as a graduated doctor, I, it's just something that's come up um, as I've told more and more patients that they need to lose weight. Um, the other reason is that uh, I've just, I think it's just, I'm at a good point in my life where I'm 25. I think if I get much older, it will get harder to do. Um, it's quite, it's a well-documented fact that, that the older you are, the harder it is to change habits yeah, I'm old enough where I have a salary and 
I have a, a, a flat that I rent. And so I have something that's relatively stable that I can add something to my routine or change my routine without it being too difficult. Okay. And what about the actual process of losing weight? How so how that, am I doing it? Or? Yeah. Like, well, what did you start off as? Like how, what did you weigh in as and what are you now? Okay. And how have you got to that, to that stage? Okay. So I started, Oh, I've got to try and remember now. It was six weeks ago. <laughs> um, and I've been weighing myself in the mornings because you're always lightest in the morning. So there's no point, <laughs> there's no point getting an overinflated value. Um, so I first weighed in at 96.2 kilograms and six weeks later, I am now 93.8. Um, now I lost most of that weight during the first half um, and then Christmas happened. Um, so the first three weeks I actually lost three kilograms. So it was a kilo, basically a kilogram a week, which is kind of on the upper limit of healthy speed. So there's a, being a doctor, I looked the stuff up. So, uh, there's, there's, there's a, there's a speed at which, and there's a, there's an intensity at which you should be losing weight that is healthy. And if you lose it much quicker than about a kilogram a week or two pounds a week, then, then it's likely to come back on quite quickly because your body thinks that you're going into a, a kind of starvation mode and therefore it uses every opportunity it can to, to gain the weight back. Christmas didn't help. Um, I ate a lot of food over Christmas, justified it by saying it was Christmas, even though I thought I was going to have the first healthy Christmas ever. It just didn't happen. Interestingly, kind of just as, as a point, I, I think my, the, the heaviest I've ever weighed in my life, I think was 108 kilograms. I think it was about 17 or 18 at the time. Um, and going to university and cycling a lot helped me kind of lose some of that. Um, but that was, that was not particularly fun. And that, I think that puts me in the, in the obese category rather than what I'm currently in is the overweight category. Um, so that's, that's kind of something in the back of my mind that I know I've, I've been worse and I never want to go back to that. Um, I also never remember in my adult life weighing less than 92 kilograms. So 92.7 just before Christmas was a bit of a, an excitement for me. And I look forward to getting below that because that'll be new territory. I want to know, I know this sounds a bit ridiculous, but what did you eat at Christmas time? <laughs> what did I eat? Well, I made a whole list of it on one of my latest videos. Um, but I, I, I just had what most people have at Christmas. I had the full roast turkey dinner. I had a, a roast turkey and a roast ham dinner on Boxing Day. There's all the there's all the goodies that that go with it, like stuffing and and all of that that is just calories for no reason. Um, and then there's there's all of the other stuff like mince pies, trifle, Christmas pudding, Christmas cake. Uh, I didn't have any stollen this year, but that's usually quite an exciting thing to be eating as well. Um, it was just it was just calories, lots and lots of calories, and also lots of carbs. And carbs are very uh, there's a lot of calories per gram, and it's not worth it. So do you find it difficult to say no to food or do you just, you really enjoy eating or is it the snacking? Or so I, I've, I've said to several people in my life that actually, if I wasn't a doctor, I'd probably be a chef. So I, I still cook a lot. Um, and I find cooking really fun and therefore I find eating really fun because I enjoy flavors. I enjoy combinations of food and the problem is the stuff that has the most flavor is the stuff that has the most fat in it. And it's the stuff it's that I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. So it's the stuff that has pastry in it. It's the stuff that has sugar in it. I've been trying to change my thought process around cooking as well. And 
finding interesting and tasty ways to cook healthily. Um, I've actually kind of forgotten what the question was now, but that's <laughs> fine. Just keep going. <laughs> I did too, but then I was getting fascinated with your tasty. So, what recipes have you got for me? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's really interesting to me. So I've I've really just been cutting carbs. Um, I haven't been Atkins dieting. Um, I think diets. The word diet is always difficult because it always it doesn't really lead to much the only thing that leads to something is a lifestyle change so changing the way you're eating is going to stick going on a diet is never going to stick because a diet finishes whereas changing your your eating style hopefully sticks um so i haven't been cutting out all carbs but i've been removing carbs that i haven't needed so have you had much of a response to your videos um the videos that have been most well received are actually the videos where I'm not really talking about the diet, but I'm talking about myself, which is slightly frustrating. But uh, it, all it means is that I need to think about other things about myself that I can talk about. Um, so I, I feel like there will be a video coming up about my beard, which might sound a bit random. But actually, the reason I grew a beard in the first place is because I wasn't happy that I didn't have a jawline. So that's that will be an interesting video as well, hopefully. And we'll see. Um, but I think some of these, the, the reason why I think some of the videos are good and some of the videos people seem to quite like them um, is mainly because they're things that people think but don't want to say or don't admit. So I think people like watching other people admit them um, kind of on their own behalf. Um, it's a lot easier to agree with someone than to say it in the first place. Um, part of it, even though I'm, I, I'm not trying to be any sort of martyr for this, it's just if it helps, then that's great. Um, really it's for me though. I said that at the beginning, it's, it's the videos are so that I stick to it. If there's a, if there's added benefit to it, then, then that's great as well. So what's the goal? The goal? Mm -hmm. The ultimate goal. Oh, well, the ultimate goal really is, is to get into a healthy BMI range. So BMI is not the be all and end all of weight loss, but it's a relatively good indicator. Um, so for me, my goal is 85 kilograms which seems like quite a long way off still, um, but I think I can get there. What people tend not to realise or think about much is actually that uh, you, you end up carrying a lot of your weight inside your body um, and you have a lot of fat internally around your organs that, that is actually the unhealthiest type of fat, but it's the fat you don't see. So some people look like they're relatively healthy and relatively slim, but they'll actually weigh quite a lot on the scales. So BMI sometimes is a good indicator to look at how much fat you may have that you're not actually aware of. I mean, 85 is my goal and I'm at 93 point something at the moment. So I don't think I have eight kilograms of fat externally, but I think I have stuff internally that I also need to lose. So the, the scales can be a bit of a, a, an evil thing, but sometimes they're quite helpful to, to keep a track of things. And so do you think after losing the weight and perhaps getting the procedure mm. on your chest, do you think you'll be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I like what I see? Well, see, I, I don't want to be one of those idiots, <laughs> you see. I think there's, there's too many people that, 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 sh that wax and, and, and shine and buff and or do all sorts of things to their body to, to be able to go out on the town wearing the tightest tops they want to wear and basically go out to pull. And that's, that, that, that's not me. So that's not necessarily the goal. The goal isn't to be able to look in the mirror and go, yeah, you're one handsome devil. I think the, the, the goal is to be able to be healthy 
that's my main goal is to to get to a weight where I reduce my risk of of getting unwell because of the fact that I'm carrying excess weight. Weight affects everything in life. It affects far more than people want to admit that it does. And so I I would rather reduce that risk. The added benefit of being more confident in myself because of my body size, that's great. Um, but I don't necessarily ever plan on wandering around with my top off on the street. So I'm, yeah, I'm not really, not really too fussed about that. Um, but I'm sure secretly the answer to your question is yes, I will. I will be waiting for the day I can look in the mirror and, and gloat over my own appearance, but I'm not entirely sure that's the ultimate goal. What about 17 year old Josh Mm. who is obese? What would you say to him now if he was here? Oh, well, I know why he's obese, you see. I know all the stuff that he's eating. It's always difficult. I think there are, there are stages in your life you go through and there are ages in your life where you care about different things more than others. Um, so I'm 25 now. I care more about what's going to happen when I'm 30. I care more about what I'm going to be like when I'm 35, 40, whether I'm going to be healthy, whether I'm not, whether I'm going to be on medication. I, I'm starting to care about that, even though I'm only 25. Um, I think if I was talking to 17-year-old me who weighed 108 kilograms, I don't think he'd care too much about what I had to say. Um, he definitely didn't like the fact that he weighed that much. Um, and he didn't like the fact that he couldn't wear certain clothes that he wanted to because of the fact they didn't come in his size. Um, so he'd probably listen a little bit, but I don't think he necessarily had the the, the drive to be able to change it that much. Um, so I think it's it's... It's difficult. I think I would tell him to to try and keep going um, and not to worry too much. Um, But I would also probably try and try and tell him to change how he was eating and exercising because it's difficult. And I'm fortunate enough that I went this way around, hopefully, and hopefully that continues rather than the other way. And where can we find the unfattening? Uh, It's on YouTube. Just ignore the, the, the videos of me playing music and just go to the go to the unfattening vlogs. <laughs> or you can look at both. It's up to you. Talk about your story. Oh, where do I start? Um, what was the question? <laughs> Have you not heard about this? No. Oh, okay, I'll go into I just couldn't care less. Don't worry, I completely agree with you. Um, oh, that's actually it. That's a weird one. What am I going to say? Nah. <laughs> that's really judgmental, isn't it? And basically, that pretty much sums it up. Join us, whoever you are, www.podium.me. I am perfectly happy slash consent to podium.me broadcasting my voice, as long as there's no slander involved. So much slander. There's so much. We're just going to... Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I'm going to rip right into you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm joking. <laughs>